0: Hello. Oh my gosh, that was so motivating to hear Brittany. That's so awesome. Well, I wanted to share that um, I love seeing how some of my leadership skills are coming into play. Sometimes I join these meetings and I'm like, am I even applying any of this stuff? But um, I have a coach in depth who brought a coach explorer to me on Friday and we're almost done with that girl's training health assessments. And I'm like, this is who the coaching roadmap was written for. She is a young girl who came on the program to lose five pounds. She's doing the four and two. She's lost eight and she is on fire and wants to get her entire family healthy. So I know she's going to coach all of our health assessments have been practice health assessments and it's all her family who are all like nine or 10s, but um, it's been so fun and as a new newer FIBC, you know, it can feel a little daunting setting up a business thread and um, not immediately bringing my mentorship into the loop. Um, But it was fun just to like text Sarah and be like, I'm so excited for this person who's gonna be a new coach on our team. And it just feels like, wow, you know, these things really do happen. And I just wanted to say, you know, when I was at the leadership retreat, I mean, I definitely, you know, found myself below the line at times thinking like, oh, too bad the people I know who didn't get, you know, who got invited and didn't come, you know, they're just not doing anything, but you guys, they are, they're out there inspiring people to coach. So this girl who hasn't submitted a map, um, who brought this, you know, coach explorer to me, her cousin was like oh my gosh you know she's just been inspiring me and talking about coaching so it's easy to think that our coaches aren't out there you know sharing this gift but you know a lot of them still are it just might not be obvious so i'm super encouraged um just by having that happen this weekend and i just cleared my calendar she was ready to do those health assessments and I had a lot of social stuff going on. And I was still able to do most of my stuff, but just rearranged. It was so
1: awesome. That is awesome. Good for you. And I think we all need that renewal. There's that. There's something so valuable in those new people that are excited and ready to go. And so we just have to go find them. So good for you. That's awesome. Well, we are going to get started today. Um, my name is Misty Hard, And today we're going to talk about celebration calls. And my goal is to kind of talk about it from the Fibic side and also from the coach side. So I know some of you are in that Fibic role where you're leading these celebration calls and some of you are, um, it uh, still working towards that. So we're going to give you some ideas on how to, to get yourself there and kind of solidify those things um, and just make sure that we are using this hugely valuable tool that we have in place. So um, who's my admin? Do we have announcements or Me. what's the plan here? Oh, okay. Yeah. I,
2: thought, I thought so. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Right, or right, all right. Okay, I'm loosely announcing things. Um, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. So here's our IDS. Um, you guys are pretty much, if you're on this call, you're like, you know, you're in the top 2% of the company. Um, so you know what you're doing. And now it's just really important to motivate people to consistently show up and grow people um, and teach people, transfer the skills of what we do and how we do it. Um, this is really important right now um, that we get people um, motivated to do something for others. And that, guys, that feels a whole different part of our brains and our hearts. So I love talking to new coaches about this and encouraging them to go meet with because, you know, when you're a new coach, most of your clients are, you know, in your sphere, right, locally. Um, and so I just talked to someone and I was like, yeah, you could meet with your you know, your seven clients and guys go do. I, I've done that before, too, which is really fun and go do this. And I told her that you know, Tom and I are matching a dollar for a pound and um, and we'll be quite likely donating to the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. Um, so that is cool. Um, and then obviously, uh, we're treating November like it's the last two weeks of the month because we know what happens on November 23rd, the earth shuts down and people stop doing anything but eating. Um, also for those of you who are qualified for the trip, uh, like I am absolutely, and, and for those of us who aren't, maybe qualified for the trip, and maybe are like, nope, there's no way I can get on that boat. It's okay. Let's see how many people you can help get on that boat. Okay. And I just, you know, I just encourage you all to keep running, keep running for yourself, keep running for other people. And it's really, really important. And also um, start those coach explorers and celebration calls. I love starting new coaches in the month of November. month i became a coach and um i know what happens uh when people begin branding and doing the work and getting all the senior coach business up and running in november and december then boom comes the q1 and uh and they're ready for it so um and then don't forget that csb bonus plus oh which i completely amber i completely forgot to tell your coach about that so make sure she knows about that but three new clients you get a 3% raise for new uh, five new clients you get a 5% raise in uh in your off your fqv. Okay. That's it. Oh, no. That is not I was it. I'm going to say our huge announcement. Oh my gosh. Sorry, it's because I don't have a slide. Oh, lordy. What is wrong with me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Okay. So, um for those of you who are super pumped and want to keep your head in the game and grow people. This is something that, um, that the Fibbles in Optivia have decided, we've all decided to collaborate and um, you know become the tide that raises all the ships. So we are doing Rise Up For All. That is this coming Saturday and it is at 8 a.m. Mountain. So right after we would be done with Power Hour, we'll end a little bit early. Um, But there's a Zoom room, it's Dan Valentine's Zoom room, and you're going to hear from all the people that I got to hear from as I was growing to IPD. And um, let me just tell you, it's a star-studded lineup. Um, You just best be ready with your note-taking devices or pens, and um, just be ready to have your minds blown. And P.S., mark off the following four Saturdays at the same time as well. Okay, Um, just going to put it out there. We're already planning um, a collaborative boot camp and it is going to be for everyone. And the the whole purpose of this, um, this, what we're doing together is to, it's for people who are committed to growing now so that we can be already in momentum for next year. And you know, look, I've lost some coaches. And I miss them, but it's okay. It improves the um, it improves everyone's IDS, right? fine with me. It improves the IDS for the rest of us. I am really, you know, super behind this because I want the people who really, really are committed and are loving what they're doing, and the people who have been successful, but might be in the dumps right now. And it's okay if you're like, I used to love this and now I'm sad because it's been hard. Um, It's okay. You can still love this, you know, get, get over the ranks and remember why you came to, to coach and remember that you're helping people. Did you help one person change their life? Then. You should be over the moon. Right. So we have to sort of reframe and remember why we came and definitely this rise up, um, for all is going to be where you want to be. Okay. I'm done.
1: Super awesome. And Jan- somebody just put in the tap in the chat, Danielle said people's self pruning just helps you know where to put your energy. And so I think that's kind of, kind of what that is. So, um, all right. Well, let's talk about celebration calls. So before we start, I kind of want you to think back to your own week one celebration call. So hopefully we all had coaches that followed the system and you got on a call with someone who was a FIBIC. You had no idea what you were doing or why you were there or even who this person was. Um, but I want you to think back to your celebration call and think, oh, thanks. Um, think about what What was it that really stuck in your memory? Um, And then on the flip side of that, I also want you to think of and throw those, throw those things in the chat. Um, Stop it, you guys. (laughs) Um, Throw those things in the chat Um, and then tell, tell me a little bit about um, what some of your celebration calls, even as just a coach, when your FIBIC got on those celebration calls and you were like, oh my God, that was amazing. That was the best celebration call ever. And I just know this client is going to be successful. This client is going to maybe become a coach. Think about all of those things. What were some of those things? What, what sticks in your mind? Um. So for me, um, I really don't remember my week one celebration call. I know we did one. Um. But I don't even remember who did it. I'm going to guess that it was uh, Jillian or Janine Cicchetti. Amber Flora is my coach. And so Janine, okay, Janine did it. And I just remember getting off of that call and feeling like a million bucks. I was amazing. Um, All they did was talk about how fabulous I had done on program. And let's be honest, I tried to quit on day three. (laughs) So I don't know that I did. I mean, I followed the program, but I don't know if I really was like super excited about it. Um, But one of the main things I remember is that I got off that call and I felt like I was doing a good job. Um, um, Matt said he thought it was strange to have me too. I was like, who is this lady? And if you don't know Janine Tripp, she is like the sweetest, happiest, like grandma, like you, everybody should have a Janine in their lives. Um, so a lot of, a lot of things are coming in. So, uh, coach explorers, people remember Krista Ortigo said, I felt pretty comfortable. Um, she wanted to be done about 15 minutes in. So I think what I remember is that I was done with that call. I didn't know why I was there, but I was like, okay, I'm a rule follower. So I'm going to get on this call. But the thing that I want people to leave a celebration call with is that feeling that um, they are doing something right. And so keep that in the back of your head. Ah, Tammy said I was her FIVIC, so she felt really good. <laughs> Thank you, you guys are awesome. So let's talk a little bit, uh, after thinking about that, let's talk a little bit about what that purpose is. And we all know as FIVICs or close to it, you know, uh, those of us that are growing to FIVICs, what is the purpose of a celebration call? We know why we do it. And we know that it's gold. But I want to talk about some things um, that uh, that really make it what it is. Um, and Jen said that she tried to quit after, but then after she met her coaches, she thought she should finish the month. Yeah. And I love those. Those are my favorite. Um Michelle avoided hers. (laughs) That's awesome. So it is a very very valuable piece of what we do. So what are the reasons why we do it? Number one, and I think we all need to move back to this, it's to build a relationship. Um a lot of us are like, oh, it's to bring on a coach or it's to, you know, introduce the things. But really, the purpose of that celebration call is to create a relationship. As a Fibic, when I get tagged. With a coach on a post in Strive for Health or on Facebook, that tells me that I have done my job because they feel like I'm part of that team. Um, so that is something that I absolutely stress is that I want to be part of your journey. And I want to make sure that I saw Britt, <laughs> she said she tagged me. So I want to make sure that even if it's a client in depth, that they feel like I'm part of that. So there are a couple of pieces. um that that you can do with that. The other reason is to show community. We do this together, and so um, we encourage people to post things like that. Um, and we, there's layers of support, right? So sometimes, um, and we'll get to this in a little bit. Uh, um, it's a little further down on my my list of things to talk about. But layers of support. There are other people beyond the coach. Um, I have a coach who's a male. He's a great coach. But he's a dude. And so sometimes my client, his clients don't want to talk to him about things that women go through. And so I had a, a, cl- a client, one of his clients reach out to me and she's like, could we chat just real quick? And so I love that that is something that we can offer. And I love that, you know, obviously. If any guy were going to talk about things, this guy and Matt, that would be totally like totally fine. They work with women. So <laughs> they, know, they know what that's all about. Um, but we also want them to know that we offer a service. And so one of the things that we offer is this celebration call. And it is a really important piece of what we do. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know you guys know that. But think back to what the celebration call did for you. I think that's important. So... Um, I'm going to kind of present this in two sides. So I want to talk about what the coach should be doing. And I want to co- talk a little bit about what we would do as a FIVIC. And so I'm hoping that I kind of can hit all of those areas for people. Cause I know we have a wider variety of people that are on here. So the very first thing that you should do is celebrate and We know this. There is a script that we follow, and I know that. And so I'm not trying to tell you things that you don't already know, but I'm just going to give you some tips so that you can hopefully make that connection because really that's what I think it's about. So, first, the first thing that I always do is I talk to the client as if they're a friend. And so, kind of put that in the back of your head. Um, There are so many things that we can do to make or break that celebration call. And so the first thing that we do is, I'm really excited about how much weight they've lost, whether it's two pounds or 10 pounds or nothing. Um, I get really excited about being on there. And I think that's important. We want to praise them. We don't want to make anything about that celebration wrong because I want my people or the clients that I'm working with to walk away from that celebration call feeling like they've done a good job, even if they haven't. Um, And so there are a couple of things that you can do. Um, that relationship is huge. When I am doing a celebration call for the clients um, of my coaches, um, I take notes. And so I think that that is an important piece of that. So I'm going to show you a couple of things. Um, I'm going to share my screen really quick as soon as Jen lets me. <laughs> I'm going to share my screen and I'm just going to show you a couple of things um, that I, I have a folder called celebration calls as a FIBIC. I go to this all the time, Um, but I do take notes. And the reason that I do that, there are a couple of reasons. Number one, I forget things. And I know that about me, that's not my strength. Um, So I'm a little OCD. <laughs> So I want to be able to remember those things and I know that I'm not going to be able to do it, do it. So I'm going to show you something that works for me. It might not work for you. And that is totally fine. Um, If that's the case, then don't do this. But for me, this has been really important. So I have a folder on my desktop called celebration calls. And these are all the things that either I talk about on a celebration call that I might send after the celebration call to the client or things that I use when I'm doing my celebration calls. So I'll just kind of walk you through this really quick. Um, 10 minute meat and greens. If people tell me that they're too busy, I send this. Um, I always send a couple of recipes if they're telling me they don't know what to make. So cabbage roll soup, that is a favorite at our house. So is the meaty casserole. Um, If they tell me they don't have recipes, I have a bunch of PDFs of recipes and things like that. Um, I also have the, uh, recipe conversion guide. I've got, um, the vegetable chart a little further down here, but the thing that I really think is important, um, for me personally is this celebration call sheet. So let me show you that really quick. Okay. So, um, this isn't the right one. So what I do is I keep track of celebration calls do I have to find a sheet. Okay, I'll just show you this one. I changed it a little bit. but essentially I go through the things that are important on that celebration call. So what's their why? and I think that's important because I like to bring that up in the next call when we do the five week. Um, what have they lost? What's their goal? what are they loving struggles that they've had, whether or not they're there, they're in their life book, people that they talk about that might be a referral and then notes so yeah sorry to interrupt but we cannot is it not it's not sharing sorry no you're good thank you better Perfect. All right. Thanks. So these are just the things, and I just write quick little notes, and I actually redesigned this, so I have a slot for the the week one celebration call and the five week with the people. But what I love about this is it allows me to go back and say, last time we talked, uh, or just going back, and at the end of the call, I kind of walk through some of those things um, that stuck out to me. And so this has been really helpful, um, in building that relationship because not only am I hearing what they're saying, but I'm writing it down and they know that I'm listening. So, um, the other thing that this is good for, so I always date, um, the meeting. And then what I do is at the end of the call as a FIBIC, I go to, um, my calendar, and I re, I figure out what five weeks would be, and I put the date at the top for the next call. And then that way, if I have a client or, sorry, a coach that isn't um, in action and might not set that call up, I can go in and make that happen. And we'll talk a little bit about that more too. So, um, and I will throw that, yeah, Italian meaty casserole. It's delicious. Um, so, I and and I'm gonna put this in the the fibic thread so you guys can adjust this however you want to use it. But that has been super helpful for me. Um, if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. Uh, and in fact, I, I have
2: quit- a question. People are yeah. asking in the chat. Do you do this yeah, yeah, yeah. electronically, or are you printing this out? I print
1: I print it out, and I have a binder that I keep all of these in because I. That's just
2: how. And it do works. you how do you how do you keep them sorted per coach?
1: great question yes every coach has a tab
2: oh my gosh
1: underneath them then they have a a little flag so i can flip Mm -hmm. through those yeah and that just is what works for me i've tried to your
2: mentor i want to ask you to please put a post yes i saw that
1: yes okay
2: that's a great idea yes amazing and i usually talk eight years i've never done this
1: well, and I remember one time you saying like, I don't write things down. Like that's something I don't do this. I don't do. And so I quit doing it for a little while. And then I was like, no, that does not work for me. So yes, I want you all to steal it. And I'll put that in your, in your messenger thread. So number one, it keeps me on track. Cause as is, if you know me, I like to talk and so I can kind of get distracted, <laughs> obviously. Um, and then I also, um, just, I want to talk about, about those sp- sp- specific things. And I'm glad that Jen said put post in there because that is something that I sometimes forget. So that's good. Um, so that helps me with the relationship piece. It allows me to have a conversation with them about what their goals were. And and I really am just listening. And I think that is the most important part as a fibic. Your job on this call is to listen because what happens is, when they struggle you can go back to that and i tell my my coaches bring your clients to me if you're struggling obviously go through there's a checklist that you know if you're struggling or whatever if it's just because you're not eating all your feelings i don't need to have a meeting but if it's more of the um uh the relationship thing or just like struggling with the mental side of it that is that's me 100% um oh thanks brittany see look at that i just you just make just get yourself a brittany and she's going to tell you when you're not sharing <laughs> She's going to post things. Um, and I will put this so that, yeah, Brittany showed, throw it, threw it in there. That one is a PDF, but I'll put my um, Word document or my notes. What is it called? Google Doc, so that you can adjust it however you want. So make it work for you. Um, so that really helps me with that piece. It keeps me on track. It makes I make sure that I'm building that relationship. Um, and you know, I I really value that. So that's one piece of thing. Uh, of something that that I do. So just a little tip there. Um, okay, and then back to the purpose. Um, you know, I think one of the main things as a Fibic that I love even now, is when my coach, um, when I do a celebration call, they talk about how great I am because that's one of my values. And I also love that they're um, letting my coach know that I know what I'm talking about. So we will always do that for you as a FIBIC. We will talk about how amazing you are. Um, We also are wanting you to be on these calls. If you're not a FIBIC yet, it's training for you. And so I learned how to do these by being on calls. And I love that sometimes within my mentorship team, I'm on a call with Jen. Sometimes it's Amber. Sometimes it's Janine. And so I love hearing all the different perspectives. And I think that's an important piece too, um, to think about. Sometimes your client comes to you because that you guys have things in common. Um, but sometimes you might need a second opinion or they might need a different perspective. And so that is another reason that the celebration call is so important. And that relationship, I want my coaches clients to know that they can come to me if they need that. So that's another piece. Um, and then obviously we're looking for coach potential. And, you know, we, we stress that. And I think that's an important piece. And really um, one of the things that my mentors have always said is, you know, honing in on those coach goggles. So as a newer coach um, or somebody that might not be a Fibic yet, you look at everybody as a potential coach. And that is awesome. That is exactly what we need. But I think sometimes we run into some red flags. And so I want to talk a little bit about these. And I don't know if you guys uh, know the comedian, Matt, Rife, I think is his last name. Don't don't go watch him. He's very like vulgar and it's not appropriate. But he does this bit where he's talking about red flags um in relationships. And so when Matt and I were talking about this, um, we were talking about red flags on Coach explorers And so here are a couple of things. And I'm not saying that these these are be all and all. Um, I didn't read my book for three months, so I would have been a red flag as a coach. Um, but Amber was like, nope, this is good. Um But no, I'm not going to write a red flag song. Matt might though. (laughs) But what are, these are some things that I want you to think about. Um, My goal with the clients and the coaches that I work with is to help them see where they should put their eggs. Because I think sometimes when you put all of your eggs in one basket with a coach, and it's not that we don't want to work with these coaches and it's not that we don't want them to become a coach, but there's some emotional, uh, Stamina that you put into these coaches, and so I just want to kind of address that. And sometimes we need to to take a back seat a little bit. So a couple of red flags, and if you if you find some red flags, um, or if you think of some, go ahead and throw them in the chat, um, because I'd love to hear what yours are. But a couple of things that I notice, um, I've I've done a lot of celebration calls in my 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 few years of coaching. Um, if they're canceling the meeting. That's pretty much a red flag because they don't see the value in that. It doesn't mean that they're never going to come back and they're not going to be um, (laughs) a coach eventually, but that usually tells me something. And obviously, if they get in a car wreck or whatever, (laughs) that definitely happens. Brittany canceled every celebration call. She did not want to talk to me at all, but she's a great coach. So don't write them off. But think about that. Um. If they're not doing their life book, that's another red flag. Um, If they hate the feelings, that's probably a red flag. Um, So just kind of keep that in the back of your head, both as a coach and a mentor, that there are some things that we throw or or that we can pick up on in that celebration call. And so thinking about those. And then on the flip side of that, there are green flags. (laughs) Like, yes, this person is a great coach. Um, The four components, if they're embracing those, I love it when people get on that celebration call, whether it's the week one or the week five, and they're doing the things that we're asking them to do. Um, If they're excited about the program, if they're being on TNTs, uh, you know, they're showing up on those. Um, They're posting in the monthly challenges, Yes telling friends, things like that. Those are all green flags. So I think in the past we've really put the coaching focus on the week one and especially the week five celebration call. But again, pull it back to the relationship. That's really what it's about. And they're not your your clients are not going to become coaches if they don't feel comfortable with you. And so that is something that I really focus on. Um yeah. So That is, let me see what else I have written down here. Okay. So I want to also talk about, um, I'll answer that question in just a second. Um, I also want to talk about what I do as a FIBIC with coaches that are a little less active that might not be setting up these calls. So I'm going to give you some tips there. Um, Jasmina asked, um, under referrals on my recording sheet, um, what do I put there? Those are names of people. Like I ask who's noticing and things like that. Like, are your friends noticing? Um, I just write down their names and then that way I can ask on the week five celebration call, um, has so-and-so said anything to you lately or something like that? So, yep. Um, okay. So here is, are some tips on what to do if you have some coasters that are a little less active, cause we all know that we have those. So what I do is I always check team activities. So I'm pretty sure most of you know how to do this, but every day I run my watch list and then I check team activities. And the reason I check team activities is because we all have those coaches that don't necessarily let us know that they have a new client or something like that. And then that way I can see that so-and-so has a new client. Um, what I do then, I do a couple of things. Once I see that new client, um, I go Facebook stalk them and be a little weird person, not too weird, just a little bit weird. Um, I go find them on Facebook and I send a message and I, there are lots of messages out there, but typically it just says something along the lines of, Hey, my name is Misty hard. I'm one of the mentors of your coach. And I just wanted to, um, what's the word? Uh, welcome you to the program. And I wanted you to know that I'm here as part of your support team, something along those lines. And yes, there is a, a script that I usually follow. Um, what that does is it just creates a relationship. If you have room in your friends list, I always try and friend those people too, because my inactive coaches do a couple of things. Number one, they don't, yes, for a disengaged coach or a less engaged coach. I don't want to say completely disengaged. Um, but I have some that just aren't, um, this is not their full-time job. And I know from past experience that they don't typically, um, bring people to celebration calls. And so I want to create that relationship so that it's there in case that coach doesn't, um, bring them to me. Um, if you have room in your friends list, I do shoot them a friend request. And I usually will say something like, you know, typically those disengaged coaches aren't posting recipes. They aren't posting, um, you know, the positive things or transformations or things like that. So, um, I go straight to messenger um, send them that message, and then I tell them I'm going to shoot you a friend request. And the reason that I'm doing that, I just say I'm going to shoot you a friend request. I have lots of recipes that might help you in your journey, something along those lines. So just kind of create that right away. Um, and then the other thing that I do is I go then into that client's um, page. I look them up on on Connect, and I see when they were when their order was placed, um, and then I also see when their order should be delivered the reason that i do that is because then that gives me an opportunity to reach out to that less engaged coach and say hey i saw that so-and-so's order was going to be delivered on blah 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 do you have a start date mapped out for her? It does a couple of things. Number one, it kind of kicks them in gear. (laughs) Like, Hey, this is part of your job. This is something that you should be doing. And the other thing that it does is it also lets them know that I noticed that they have brought on a coach. And so my message to them usually goes something like, Hey, I saw that you have a new client. I'm so excited that you're, um, showing more people what's possible with their health. Um, I noticed that her order will be delivered on blah, blah, blah. Do you have a start date picked out with her? Um, yes or no. You know, and they'll they'll get back to me most of the time. Um, and then if they come back to me with a start date, what I do is I go to my planner and I have a paper planner because I also have Google Calendar. So whichever works for you, um, I go to Google Calendar and I put a little note that says so-and-so start date. And this might be a little much for you guys. <laughs> so if this is too much for you, then don't do this. But this is just what works for me. Um, so-and-so, and I put who their coach is, start date. or uh, And then I also go to what should be their week one so that I can go in and remind the client or the coach that... Just to check in with their client and see if they're on the week one. And then I make sure that we're setting up that celebration call. So that is me taking complete ownership of my business because I do have some coaches that are a little less engaged. They're still bringing on clients. They're still providing that support. But I think that celebration call is really important. So I try and stick stick to that. Um, And then I also flip four weeks in advance and then write down what should be their five-week call. Sometimes I wait on the five-week call as far as putting that in my planner just because I want to make sure um, that that week one is set up. So sometimes I wait and then I do this the week one after. Um, Always, always document the call. Um, and then after um, Danielle put came, came up with a really great message, um, that is really amazing. And so we can share that too. Um, to send as the FIBIC. I'm always going to send that message out um, once that celebration call is complete. So that's kind of what I have for the FIBIC side. Does anyone have questions or suggestions or anything that I can answer? You can take
3: yourself off mute. Negative. Okay.
1: And it's always about relationship. Relationship, relationship, relationship.
4: I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Who's talking to me? Still- <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, and uh, you've been reading it in the chat, but you do look gorgeous, my girl. oh thank you. Um, it's 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 a filter. <laughs> take the compliment. Okay. Thank you, is what I meant. <laughs> okay, I was writing all kind of notes um creating relationship absolutely. So let's say you have a client um that they just seem they're not leaned in, they're kind of jaded. I mean, you kind of see it all over their face. Mm-hmm. I've been reading um How to Win Friends and Influence and Dale Carnegie mentioned the difference between flattery and encouragement and I have to be super mindful of that because I'm not I'm not a naturally outgoing like bubbly person so sometimes it can come across disingenuous I'm finding nobody has said that it's just kind of an internal thought sure. process Um do you call people out on their body language in a sense uh, not of, of course not like calling them out but if you can kind of tell that oh they're really having a hard time trusting that this is a genuine I'm here to help you and how to break through that
1: Yeah typically what I, what I will say is it usually pops up when I ask what they're loving. Cause they'll be like, meow, meow, like that I lost eight pounds. And so I just validate that. I'm like, that is a great reason to be in love with this program. There are parts of this that are very hard. And the fact that you have lost weight is amazing. And if that's all you love right now, that's fine. I'm going to, we're going to help you find the other things that you love, but that's amazing. And so just kind of validating, um, Sarah Preston in the chat said, she just asks some personal questions. Um, the one thing that I think is the most impactful for them is to say, I felt like that too. Like the feel felt found, like no one does this perfectly. And I think even now, um, I think that's one thing that I'm very good at is realizing that no one does this perfectly and addressing that in that celebration call. So to say to them, you know what, this can be hard. And the only reason, the only way that you can fail at this program is if you give up. And so the fact that you're on here is amazing and just kind of validating. Um, And I wrote down, you know praise. Don't make anything that they're doing wrong. So I'll say something like if they don't have a scale and they're not weighing their veggies, I'll say something like, Oh my gosh, girl, you you lost seven pounds and you're doing this in hard mode because you're not getting the nutrition that your body needs. You're going to be hungrier and just kind of address it that way. Um, and just kind of, you know, bringing them back to the, to the light side. Um, and I, 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 I mean. I don't think you could be disingenuous. So I think that's a story that you're telling yourself, Miss Krista, but I, I know where, where you're coming from. And so I think if you say, I felt that way to, you know, do the feel found thing, then it's, it, it comes off more genuine to them. Is that helpful?
4: Yeah. I was writing okay. a bunch of notes. Thank you, girl. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> good.
4: Any other questions?
1: Jasmina in the chat said her woo comes out full force in a celebration call, even from an unsmiling, unfriendly person, I will naturally go to finding a way to squeeze a smile out. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's part of what it is, is just kind of validating if they're feeling on whatever, you know, so, um, just kind of saying like, yeah, that's okay. Like you can still do this. Great. Lori.
0: Okay. So I'm still kind of new at this and I have great mentors who model this but something I've noticed about myself, if that client kind of what Crystal was describing or someone say, and my CCs have been kind of short, I feel like for being a beginner, but um, if I sense that they've kind of moved on, like it's been 15, 10, 15 minutes, and I, I feel like I still have things I want to say, I will just kind of shut down if they've kind of moved on or they're not paying attention. So what do you do with that distracted person? Like, I've noticed that I get into hurry up mode because I feel like I'm inconveniencing them. And that's kind of a personality thing for me. So, kind of along the lines of how Krista asked so, with that client who's not entirely disengaged, but they're distracted and you can tell they're ready to move on, like what do you do in that scenario? Because I just rush through the end, is what
1: I've been doing. It depends on the person. Sometimes I'll call them out. Sometimes I'll say, you seem a little distracted. Do, should we reschedule? Um, And that kind of brings them back in, but you have to use your emotional intelligence and get out of your own head. So we offer a service. You are a professional. If you were a doctor and you were giving someone advice and they kind of like checked out, you wouldn't just be like, oh, it's me. You would be like, listen, (laughs) you came to my office because you have some, some, some questions or some problems or whatever. So just kind of switching that focus from, you know, you're doing them a service. And so maybe thinking about it that way, and maybe write that on a sticky note and stick it on your laptop or wherever you're doing these from. Um, And then Cassie said, just ask some questions and let them talk more. And that I, I find, obviously I like to talk. So I find myself having to stop um, and ask questions um, in the, the the celebration call that kind of brings them back in. Um, <laughs> Kelly had a person with her face to the side typing on her computer working. She just cuts it short. It's not her people. Yeah. And so just kind of, you know, moving past that, um, trying to get, you know, and I try not to rush it, but I, I will say something like, oh, it looks like you're really busy. So let me give you some tips or things like that. And so I always make sure that I always cover those things. Um, and so it is kind, of, it is okay to kind of move into that, but it really just depends on the person. Allison said she shifts from the script. Yeah, yeah. That's why my, my recording sheet is just basic things because sometimes I don't follow a script. And mine are usually long because I really do want to make that connection. I mean, they don't go over a half hour, but I'm not a 15 minute kind of person. Um, yeah. And sometimes they're weird. (laughs) Bobby said she had one go to the bathroom. I did a celebration call with a woman who was in the bathtub. It was quite awkward, but you know, we got through it. (laughs) It was very strange. And she was like trying to hold. Yeah, it was awkward. I thought for sure I was going to see something I did not ever want to see. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't become coaches. (laughs) Most people typically don't become coaches. Um, okay. So hopefully, um, that was helpful from the phibic side. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about from, if you're on the other end of that and guess what, even as phibics, we're on the other end of that. And I think sometimes it's easy Wait, for Before
2: us. you move on to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to tell you guys something. So Melissa Shorg, when she was a client, um, she was working three jobs and she had two little kids and she Came across as the most distracted person on the planet, and she was literally many times at work, and she was literally side to the screen, and she was like pretending to work or she'd have her kids crawling on her or whatever, and you guys like you just never know she was like it was a sign that she that her life was out of control and that she didn't have literally one spare minute so listen for their heart and sometimes like you know just be well I mean if they're drinking wine I mean that's that's probably something I would have done to be honest but um but you know just listen for their hearts and um and you know don't always buy the 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 glass of wine or the peeing on the toilet but (laughs) I probably wouldn't have done that
1: (laughs) we Matt and I, Matt put in the chat too that he and I talked this morning about how busy people get stuff done. So maybe it just means that they're going to, (laughs) to become a super great coach because they know how to multitask. I mean, it could be a good thing. And, and everything that I've talked about today, you know, always understand the caveat that there are going to be some exceptions. So don't feel like you have to like completely write people off. Um, So yeah, yep. Next time Danielle said she, when they're in the tub, she's gonna get in the tub to meet them. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. We're professionals, Danielle. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> okay. So from the coach side, um, we are all all still coaches, and so uh, as a fibic, you are on the other side of this as well. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, and one thing that I really loved um, at the advanced leadership retreat that we were at was one of the speakers talked about being a professional. I think it was Kristen Glass. Um, And she talked about how, you know, just like I said, if you were in a doctor's office and, and your patient wasn't, if you were a doctor and your patient wasn't focused on you, you would bring them back in because you have something good to offer. So that, that kind of, you know, remain professional. So a couple of tips, put down your phone. I don't know how many times, I know we're busy and I know we try to multitask and I know we try to do the things, but as a coach, um, you, you're a professional, get your phone out of your hand. We can tell your client can tell. Um everybody can tell. <laughs> Kristen Glass said, "Yeah, for the love of God, do not do a call from your bed. That is very you know, it just gives off the impression that this isn't serious. Um, you know, you don't know what you're doing. You are not invested in them." And I think that's important. It's all back to that relationship thing, too. So, take notes. Um I don't know how many times um we have been on a celebration call where I was the coach and I was working, you know, as my client, my fibic, and they will say something. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I told you to weigh your veggies 14,000 times. Like, so be aware, take notes. And then that way you can address those things later. Um, when you're on those, those check-in calls, um, look for those green flags, Um, There are a lot of times where I'll hear something on a celebration call and I'm like, oh, I did not know that about that person. They'll mention something about money or they'll talk about time or something like that. And those are all very important pieces of information that you can do to support that, A, support that client better. And let it lets you know why they would need coaching in their world. So... Think, think about that too. Oh yeah. We need healthy fats. Hey, Valora, I was a healthy fat person. Cause I was a cereal dieter before this program. I didn't do any healthy fats. <laughs> so yes, we can catch those little things. Um, and so even on the coach side of it, not the Fibic side, but on the coach side, you need to be listening for those things. Um, again, be professional. Yeah. Um, If the only place that you can be is in your bed, that's okay, but make it look like it's somewhere else. So, um, I've sat against a blank wall in my bedroom before so that the bed isn't behind me, but you know, my bedroom is the only place, um, something along those lines. So just kind of think about that. Um, one of the things that I really, really appreciate it appreciate is when the coaches that I'm working with, that I'm the FIBIC for, when they give me info about the person before we jump on the celebration call. So especially, um, things like, you know, money, if cost is an issue, I can talk about how much money that they're saving. I can kind of direct the conversation back that way. Um, pre-packaged foods. I had a, I had a, coach who told me before the celebration call, this was a week one that her client wasn't going to do program anymore because she wanted to move towards more whole foods. So instantly, the one thing that I said, you know, I address that right away. Oh, what I love about this program is that eventually we move you back to grocery store. When you get to your goal, you go right back to grocery store foods. This is just a means to get you to your goal. So we can kind of tailor that. So give us that information. Um, if they're not prepared, I love to know that so that I can say, oh, yeah, one of the things that I do is I plan meals for the first you know three days of the week or whatever, and then I go buy those things. So we can give tips like that. If they're not eating all their fuelings, give us that info. And um, uh, Tanya Strout, she's one of my coaches. She's amazing. Um, She will send me like a text right before, like 10 minutes before the meeting and just say, here are the things that you need to know. And that's fine. If it's a phone call, whatever, or in your business thread, but give us that information so that we can help direct that and tailor that to that person. Um, As a coach, also make sure that you're talking about the celebration calls on your day one through four, um, check-in calls because they don't know what they don't know and they don't know what they're missing. And so if you just out of the blue, and I'm guilty of this, Amber Amber will tell you, there are times where my, my clients will be like, what is, who is this person? Why am I talking to her? Is this, I had one ask me if this was training for my mentor. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a support call. So make sure that you are reminding them of the value of that call um on on those day they one through four check-ins and also the health assessment um because let's be honest none of us would be here there was something in that celebration call that helped us realize this is something that we could do we could become a coach we could be successful with this program and so it really is an important piece and so help your fibic <laughs> out with that sorry i will i will do better um the other thing, and we talked a little bit about this before, um, personality matching. So sometimes your coach <laughs> um, and that client might not mesh or they might not click, or the coach may have said something that made the client go, I'm not doing this. And like Jen said earlier in the call, you know, she was, she was going to quit. And then she met mentors and she went, oh maybe I do need to keep doing this. And so sometimes it's that personality um, where your mentorship, your mentorship might click with your client in a different way than you do. So keep that in mind too. That is a valuable piece of this. Um, and use that emotional intelligence. Um, I have had so many clients That are like, I don't like other people. And I'm like, oh, you'll love, you'll love my coach. She's amazing and she's going to give you tips and things like that. Yeah. So hype your mentor up. Um, Brittany said, I hide my mentors up. Yep. You're great at this. I want my clients to feel like they already know them going in. And then we will do the same. We will edify you as a coach. And I think that's an important piece too. Um, And then, remember that your FIBIC is doing this as a favor to you and to your client. So be mindful of their time. Um, you know, don't talk over the top of them. Um, a lot of times if we have a little bit of extra time at the end of a celebration call, I'll say, cause I want to edify my coaches. I will say, Brittany, do you have anything to add? Or did I forget anything? Because I want the client to know that we're a team and that we do this together. So I think that is an important piece too. Um, and a lot of times there is something I forgot, like the post, because now I'm going to add that to the list. Thank you, Jen. See, we all learn all the time. Um, and usually it's the contest. Um, <laughs> and so that that's another way that we can kind of bring it back in as that team approach. Yep. 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 Reading in the chat. Um When your clients become coaches, they'll do it for you because you did it for them. So keep that in mind too. Like we're all, we're trying to move forward in in the coaching thing as well. Um, And Mandy, yeah, Mandy, great point. She said some of our clients are yearning for someone to see them. And this short call inspires them to get into the community too. Yeah. And so I talk about that too. Brittany's really great um, about getting her people involved. And so that message that we send after can be that, that way. Um, The other thing that I wanted to point out as a coach, if you're on a TNT, the very first thing that you should do is open up the list of participants and see if any of your clients are on that call. And then I absolutely love it when my coaches send me a message and say, so-and-so was on the call. Because then I can go into that, that business or that client support thread and say, oh my God, I love that I saw you on blah, 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 blah. I, I can't go look for all of the coaches in my organization or the clients in my organization because there's a lot, thank goodness, which I love. But that validation of like, oh, I talked about it and then you went and did it, that's huge. So do that. If they post, make sure that we know so that we can go in and boost that post um, as a FIBIC. Um, and then also, you know, I I try and go through Strive for Health quite often or my client support page quite often to see if there are names that I recognize so that I can comment on those. Um, there have been times where I have seen that somebody posted something, they're struggling, and then I'll go to their messenger thread and, um, send them a personal message. I saw this post on blah, blah, blah. And I just wanted to let you know that I'd love to talk with you and and get some info or, you know, give you some tips or things like that. So just, we're creating a community. We're building those relationships. And that celebration call is huge. Um, we have just a few minutes. I want to talk a little bit about the the week five celebration call. It's usually a shorter call and really it is just validating, um, whether, you know, how, how they're doing on program again, relationship, um, it's a little less scripted. And as a Fitbit, I want to hear more about what they're thinking about programs. So it's a less, um, information that I'm giving them and more what I'm hearing from them. And that as a coach, um, Of those clients, that is very valuable because I get to hear things that they don't often share with me. And so I love hearing, you know, what program has changed in their lives and things like that. So that is super valuable. And I think that one gets dropped a lot. So, pro tip there. Um, And I mentioned this before, but what I do is at the end of my week one celebration call, both with my own clients and with clients that I am the FIBIC for, um, I will go flip four weeks and set the same um, or put that in my calendar that that week five celebration call needs to happen, Um, either paper or Google Calendar. Um, and a lot of times I'll just remind the coaches that are a little less active. I have great coaches and they do a great job of scheduling these, but I even mine get dropped sometimes. So don't forget the importance of that. Cause I think that's that's a that's a huge thing as well. Any other questions before we jump off of here? We have about five minutes.
3: I just came off mute instead of raising my hand. Do it. Can you tell me how long your like five or six week call
1: is? Um, you know, sometimes people don't give you a lot. And I always, I don't want to go so long that I'm just talking. So how do you navigate that? Um, I kind of base it off where they are. So a lot of times if they are super excited it's a longer call cuz we're talking about all the great things and I'm giving, you know, I'm giving them the, the tips and tricks and really my purpose on that call is to remind them that no one does this program perfectly because I think they have this idea in their head that they need to do this exact in 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 such a, you know, perfect way. Um so a lot of times it depends on where they're at. So if they're struggling, um I I can't really answer that because it really depends on where they are. So just kind of reading where they are, where are you? What What if you you have somebody who's just really short, I guess, because I mean, I know how to talk with people who will talk back to me because you're, I don't know. I I sometimes will get people who just are checking the box and coming to a meeting because they're compliant individuals, but they really kind of don't want to be there. So
3: giving them a little value and then like letting them go is, is a new
1: thing that that's totally fine. A lot of times I will oh Jen's going to answer this. A lot of times I'll call him out and I'm like you know it seems like like you're struggling <laughs> or something
2: like that. So go ahead Jen. So um so what I do that's different on the 5 week call <clears throat> and the you know 2 month and the 3 month and whatever um is I talk to them about so I so on the you know and I tell them so on our first call, um we're pretty much setting you up for your first month. And it's you know, we give the tips, um, we mentioned getting started in your life book. I tell them, you know, if reading books isn't your thing, the Tuesday night calls are gonna, you know, they're all based on everything you see in your habits of health and your life book. So by all means, you know come to the Tuesday night call. And if you are doing your life book, then it will it will complement that work. Um, I asked them uh, on the week one to start really thinking about their why, why they came, put it on a post-it note. Um, and then at month one or a five week, whatever, I say last time we talked about um, your why tell me a little bit about that and then i say okay now let's evolve that why tell me what's changed about that why tell me your new things that you're discovering that make your why even more compelling and so i talk a little bit more about the why and then i ask them things like um, what are you learning in your life book tell me uh, things that you've enjoyed about the calls stuff like that and if they're like oh i haven't been doing the calls oh no problem um we can we can send you a couple from the last month that have been really good that we think will be the most fitting for where you are things like that so i you know and i kind of tell them like on that week one call we're literally just Dropping down a signpost saying yay and um, and then that partnership moving forward it just gets everything gets a little bit deeper, so I ask them a lot of open ended questions like um, tell me more about what's changing for you, besides the scale. I say things like are the people around you being supportive of your journey. How is that helping. How is that making it more difficult for you? You know, I say, what's changing the most for you besides the scale? So those are kind of the open-ended questions that I use. And then I think Brenna had her her hand up. I want her to be able to.
3: Hey, I was going to not talk, but I'll talk. (laughs) I did have my hand up, but then I was like, well, I didn't want to keep everybody. I, I'll just piggyback on what Jen said. I like to get people talking about future goals. Mm-hmm. I really like to focus on besides just the feelings, like what's the next step? Like how, how do you plan to make this a lifestyle change? So I really try to focus on that, but I did have a question for you, Misty. This is fantastic. Like, seriously, I'm very not organized like yourself. And so <laughs> I appreciate all this because, <laughs> um, it helps me to think of ways I could get better with my organization on these CCs. Um, I just had a quick question. You may have answered this already. There was so much good information in the beginning. What what did you say when you connected with old coaches, clients that were disengaged that haven't set up a CC? What did you say you did?
1: Um, I send them a message um, Mm -hmm. in messenger. um, And I was specifically talking about if I have a relatively not engaged coach and they have a new client. I always make sure that I make that connection because I know that the ball is going to get dropped in most cases. Um, but I will also do that. I've gone through like lists um, of previous clients and just said, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm part of your mentorship team. I just kind of wanted to check in. So it's usually a Facebook message. Um, and then if they do, if they are ordering again, then I I definitely keep track of all that and kind of remind the coach To go do those things. Is that what you're
3: asking me? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So you're kind of preemptively like obviously we have a good pulse on our business. We know which coaches are not Mm -hmm. going to be setting those up pretty quickly. And so you're kind of preemptively creating that relationship, messaging them. Are you I have tried to set up the celebration call with the coach involved and letting them know that they are welcome to join, adding them to the message. Sometimes that just falls flat though. So Have you, um, your success rate with that? I'm just curious.
1: It's probably like 50, 50, like sometimes they're like, okay. Yeah. But I think it does help when they very first start that I've reached out to them because it's, I'm not trying to get anything. Like I think if, if we haven't built that relationship first or made that first contact, they're kind of like, why is this crazy person? (laughs) But if we're already (laughs) friends on Facebook, the chances of that happening are a lot better because they don't think I'm a weird person. Um, And then as far as the coach, I give the coach the chance to do that, to set it up. And if they don't do it, then I do it.
3: Okay. Okay. So the the preemptively thing, the preemptive thing is probably Mm -hmm. key. And, you know, what I've noticed is, is that I've tried to do that with some coaches and then maybe they don't sign up anybody for a while. And so I'll just be more on top of that, you know, with, oh, let's, let's preemptively build that relationship. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Caroline
1: asked in the chat, do you do that with or without the coach in the thread? I don't put the coach in that thread. I just personally send the new client of a coach in depth, a message that says I'm part of your mentorship team. I'm going to send you a, a messenger or a friend request, and then talk about recipes and like why, why they should want me to be friends with them, I guess, some value that way.
3: Cool. Thank yeah. you. Super Absolutely.
1: helpful. <laughs> For sure. Okay. We are a little past, so I'm going to say goodbye, but thank you all. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, and I will throw some things in the, the messenger threads, um, my revised uh, record keeping sheet and
3: things like that. So thanks everybody. Have a great day.